there we go. <laughs> Hello, David. Hello. It's, it's impossible to follow that with the same energy that he does. No, no. no. I, I'm, what I'm going for is uh, like uh, pensionable age, uh, maybe late pensionable age, uh, middle class white man um, who sort of it's a stretch. is intent on on being inoffensive and is sort of going hello, yeah, hello, in a sort of almost infantilized. <laughs> speech you know what i mean in that kind of like i couldn't possibly pose it and also I, you have to be nice to me hello hello <laughs> uh, you know well, very middle class <laughs> but it also sounds like george from rainbow <laughs> same thing same deal uh, hey you i can't go. do it i'm a bit croaky go, go. I, um, um i gate crashed uh, an event did you on uh, monday night oh did you and you're still suffering uh, I gatecrashed your wife's event. Hang on a minute. What? She set it up. It was a radio academy thing in oh, yeah. London. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I gatecrashed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I apologise. John Holmes b- got me drunk. Of course. So Does then she it's, know that? it felt like the right thing to do. Your wife. Yeah. Yes, she messaged me on Instagram. I haven't replied yet, oh, okay. saying that was my event. <laughs> So doing? really, I'm I'm literally just using this podcast as a medium to talk to your wife <laughs> indirectly okay. and ask her, her what the f she's going to Jeffing do about it. <laughs> if that's all right, could you pass that on? Yes. Or will you go? Hey yo, <laughs> please don't be cross with me. You can't be cross with me. <laughs> I see. Oh okay. dear! Well, do you know what? That's um, that's a that's a good uh, segue um, <laughs> into uh, the theme for today. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that it would be. No. Um, so I've got a clue for you. For fighting with the spoons. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> Your family's narrowboat holidays, second nineteen ninety six. I don't know what the hell is that. That might I mean, that might be a bit of quite rare audio. It's, I mean, it's not it's not your wife. <laughs> Robot. <laughs> Animal. I am married. Yeah. No. Radio uh, Academy. <laughs> sure. Um, well, that was obviously Animal and the Swedish Chef and uh, Beaker um, yeah. singing "Row, Row, Row Your Boat." Um, that's that's not a, a lesser known recording of the Muppets. Maybe. Mm, um, I enjoyed it. That's that's uh, basically the theme today. I'm not going to do the Muppets because that would be like. No, it's I mean, just like, everyone's heard the Muppets, and also it's like doing your own family. Exactly, <laughs> which we've all done. Um, but it's going to be puppets. It's the theme is oh, puppets, great. and uh, and a what a rich theme, a theme of a theme it is. Um, but uh-huh. that was I'll just tell you what that was. That was from the Muppets Inside CD-ROM. 
Oh, I had that CD-ROM Did too. Did you? I feel like we probably bought it on the same day. Very likely. Uh, yeah, so the time when CD-ROMs were like... It's the future, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to make a CD-ROM. Everybody ROM. made one. Leo yeah. Baxendale made one. Yeah. Uh, the artist who created Minnie the Minx and first coined the phrase double whammy. Yeah. Um, among others. Uh, yeah. He made the CD-ROMic. Yes. And... Yeah, that was quite, was, that's quite good. I mean, there were quite a lot of not very yeah. good CD-ROMs. Um, dare I say? Well, I'm I'm glad you've chosen this uh, theme. Have you seen the Happy Time Murders? Yes, I have. It's a film, right? Oh, it is. Yes, with yeah, 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 McCarthy. yeah. Yes, yes, with, with um, a sort of allegorical <coughs> puppet thing happening. With people, with people uh, who were involved in the Henson Company, including it was called he- Henson Alternative. Henson. Or something. It was like a yeah. sh- offshoot. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of interesting. That's what Brian Henson seems to be doing a lot more of. He does mm. like uh, live. Could, um, could he not stand get up. therapy? Okay. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Um, yes. So uh, I mean, yeah, the Muppets is is. Uh, you know, I've I've started uh, rewatching the Muppets, the Muppet Show. Fantastic. Oh. Uh, and uh, it is just, it is just. It's still glorious. box fresh. Oh, yeah, so my good. kid still laughs his head off at it. It's yeah. wonderful. Yeah so good um but um the muppets is good revelatory stuff there from the podcast <laughs> yeah you should check them out yeah. really good. guys not not their latest stuff though i mean you know uh, oh okay <laughs> welcome aboard david wow i mean there's a whole there's a whole um there's a bit of a controversy isn't there about uh, kermit at the moment in terms of his voice people oh, really? uh, certainly uh, certainly uh I feel who, that who I feel the, that the, the the English public have got that sort of no no we know we know what Kermit's like. It's like we, I th- I'm not sure Johnny Vegas was the way forward as the voice of Kermit. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it's a new voice now of really? Kermit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like, you will have heard it. I mean, he, uh, as I say, when I say new, I think you know the last three years or something. Um, yeah, it'll be very new to me. Yeah. Uh, but Steve Whitmire um, left, was maybe fired, and I'm not going to get into that. Okay. Um, but um, yes, but the new one certainly, because uh, he appeared on The Voice, didn't he? I think Kermit. Uh, you know, when he, they come out of a thing. I have no handle on this conversation, <laughs> but I'm, I'm literally just going to nod dumbly, like <laughs> it's a cocktail party, and I can't really hear you. <laughs> And and certainly everyone just on studying Twitter. Studying your face for cues, you know, which way to go. Do I look concerned now or am I oh, amused? <laughs> okay, amused. Yes, yes. No, Kermit appeared out of uh, something. I think it was a large snail or something, and Kermit appeared, and he was singing, and everyone went, "What? That's not Kermit's voice," because um, it obviously was a new voice. And uh, all right, is this the secret singer? That's the voice. Yeah. That's, oh, sorry. Yes. Oh. No. Yes. The secret singer. Ah, okay. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, it's okay, David. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Carry on. <laughs> um, so um, yeah. I mean, yes. I think the whole thing with the vo- it's very difficult. I would think coming into that. And did someone guess it? That would. That would be. That's what I always love. No, I don't. Th- um, I don't know. I don't think. I they feel did. like the secret singers. Uh, it's. It's sort of. It's like a, th- a throwback to. Uh, the old days of Through the Keyhole. Yeah. Uh, when they sort of ran out of... Like the original series, when they just... They ran out of celebrity guests. It was a daytime show and they couldn't get anyone. Yeah. And you, you'd get Lisa Goddard saying, is it 
Stephen Pinksmith, who was the <laughs> sub-editor of the Gloucestershire Herald from 1976 to 1979. They were like, yes, it is. And you were like, what a lucky guess. Is it? Does it have similar lucky guesses, you, The Secret Singer? I think it probably does. I mean, certainly, I mm. think with Kermit, no one, I don't think anyone got it because it didn't sound like Kermit. That was the whole, whole problem, because right. it was a new voice. Uh and I, and I think it's a difficult thing going into that. It's like, do you want to go in there and do an impression of Jim Henson doing Kermit? I mean, that kind of is kind of your job, but at the same and time, then, feels like, and well, And then in not. secret. It's a lot of removes oh, away from yourself, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. It's kind do of Do an impression weird. of a man doing the voice of a frog <laughs> in secret. <laughs> <laughs> like, who wow. even am I anymore? <laughs> yeah. No wonder. Um, yeah, but um, but the um, yeah the CD-ROM had uh, various little bits and pieces that so that was uh, Frank Oz and uh, let's think Beaker would have been um, doesn't matter. No one cares. But anyway, Frank Oz was was, was there, so you know it's, it's, no. it's, it's it was still on the edge of uh, of um, good good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but um, obviously, there's three kinds of, 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 of puppets in terms of recording uh, recordings that I have. There's there's ventriloquism, which is yes. obviously genius for uh, for, for musical um, numbers and, and LPs. Uh, yeah, but there yeah, are a, a lot. It's a good ruse if you're in radio. There yeah, are yeah, there yeah, are yeah. a lot, and it's it's that thing as well. I was I was thinking about it and thinking. Well, the thing is, is that. That is that when you're performing it live with your dummy, their, mm. their voice is like that. So then if, yes. if on the record they suddenly went, yes, I know, it would be wrong, wouldn't it? So they'd have to still do it. <laughs> with their teeth clenched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've got some good uh, examples. I feel of like, that. is there a wag the dog thing? You know, because it's a, it's a sign of an oncoming heart attack. Do ventriloquists end up getting a disproportionately high number of heart attacks? <laughs> or, or is, you know what I mean? Oh, God. Oh it God! Or just like, like yes, not for not. God's sake! <laughs> Giving mouth to mouth. What's mouth to mouth? Mouth to mouth. Oh dear! A dehigrillator. <laughs> What's a dehigrillator? <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> Good times. Oh dear! Um, Sorry, everyone. So that, so yeah, that's that's the one kind. Then to write there's out the... a lot of trigger warnings for this episode. Go on. <laughs> then there's the puppet uh, who is. Um, who 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 um, has kind of conversations with humans? So you know, there's, and sweep. Yeah, oh, well, there's, yeah. there's there's the puppet human uh, relationship. So yeah, which so, I'm not cool with, if I'm honest. <laughs> so not ventriloquism necessarily. It's just no. like there is a puppet and there is the human, and maybe the puppet doesn't even talk, as in sooty as as you say. Um, yes. So there's that uh, set up, and then there's the puppet by itself, which is like the Muppets. Or yeah. you know other things that we will we will we will come across. Yeah, there are definitely other ones. Definitely. Well, I'm going to I'm <laughs> going to mention them. I'm not going to say them now because I'm yeah, giving away course, what I'm going to put. Yeah, in. all right. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start with a great yes. piece of ventriloquism. Um, this is from a record called Fun Town. Uh, so you know it's going to be good. It uh, sounds bad. This sound, I'm guessing. Can I can I do some guesses? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm guessing yep. early eighties. Uh, before that, seventy eight. Oh, okay, that's not far off. No, that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, New York, probably. No. Okay. No. Uh, it, uh, this... And I had a sort of <laughs> l- late disco, early punk sort of <laughs> vibe. No, this is this is uh, on <laughs> on KTEL. Oh, um, this is a, a Canadian um, a puppet. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> man! Uh, so Archie Wood and Friends, uh, <laughs> which was also known known as Uncle Bob and Archie, uh, long running uh, TV show on uh, in Winnipeg, and mm. uh, there's a theory that. Uh, there's there's several records uh, of uh, Archie Wood and Friends, yes. Uh, and there's a theory that that's because KTL are based in Winnipeg. <laughs> uh, okay. So, my kid, my I'm kid like, loves your stuff, <laughs> hey. Thank you, Gary Muck. So, Pasta de Kigerlaker. <laughs> apparently, as well, someone online has uh, revealed that. Uh, in the uh, in the later years of the uh, TV show, uh, the tech guys uh, started to get confrontational with Uncle Bob, uh, uh-huh. and the graphics between sequences sometimes said Archie and his fat uncle uh, instead of <laughs> <laughs> Archie and Uncle Bob. <laughs> wow, that's that's some top level Canadian puppet <laughs> trolling. <laughs> But um, by I mean I'm sure it was a lovely show. Um, it was wholesome family fun. Archie sure. Wood uh, was obviously the main character. There were other characters. There was uh, his cousin Tammy True, uh, which was Archie in a wig. Uh, there oh. was. <laughs> Ooh, this is getting a bit psycho. Like there was Grandpa Wood. Uh, mm. Which was Archie with a with a beard and grey hair. Yeah, <laughs> they did that famous campaign, didn't they? Got wood. <laughs> and the sock puppets, uh, Petite the dog, I think she was a poodle, and mm. Marvin Mouse. Um, God, these people. But w- what we're going to hear is, uh, I mean, this rec- this record is just like, you know, great uh, great songs of the time. Um, uh, this is a track by uh, I, I think I, I have heard this song by uh, Anne Murray, who was a Canadian famous uh, is a Canadian world famous in Canada famous yeah. uh, pop country and adult contemporary music. Um, um, right. She's uh, yeah she she got to number one in the US charts with this song, but here it is sung by Archie Wood uh, beautifully. Let's have a listen. Okay. <laughs> The unborn grass lies waiting for its coat to turn to green. The snowbird sings a song he always sings. <laughs> wow. And speaks to me of flowers that will bloom again in spring. When I was young, my heart was from then too. And anything that it would tell me, that's the thing to do. But now I feel such emptiness <laughs> For the thing I want the most in life Is a thing that I can't win uh? Spread your tidy wings and fly away And take the snow back with you Where it came from on that day The one I love forever is untrue And if I could you know That I would fly away with you Thank you. 
That's some absolutely <laughs> top trolling there. Uh, not only did they change out the captions to say Fat Uncle Larry or whatever it was, yeah. uh, they also sped the tape up by at least 20% when they went for a take for him to record. <laughs> if anyone yeah. ever needed a dehigrillator. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I like that. He nearly gets to the top note each time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breathtaking ambition. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I mean, they must have loved their heads up in the control room watching him. <laughs> the sweat pouring off this old man. Do you think he had Archie on his hand as he did it? Uh, no. I think, I think Archie was resting in a bin. Uh, Oh dear, oh dear. Well, I mean, um, amazing. Yeah, check out the whole album; it's great. Uh, no, <laughs> but now I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm going to tell right. you a story about comfortably. a man uh, and, uh, going on holiday. And why not? And why not? <laughs> in Blackpool in 1948. Mm. Okay, and uh, he's with his uh, newborn son Peter. Uh, yes. I don't know whether his wife was with him. Uh, I was going to say, what the? Okay. <laughs> yeah, presumably she was. I love it. Uh, and the woman is irrelevant. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, uh, Wikipedia. So he bought a, a glove puppet, um, a a yellow bear to to uh, to do to like you know to entertain his child. Yellow bear stuff. Yeah. Call it Teddy, uh, and uh, started like working up a routine with Teddy. So mm. I thought, well, this is quite good. Uh, and uh, he got first place on Talent Night, the BBC uh, talent competition in 1952. Talent Night! <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, that was in uh, Manchester. Uh, and, he, and he won that and got so started to appear a little bit on Saturday Special. Um, Saturday Special! <laughs> Very Route 1 stuff, isn't it? And then they didn't yeah. even have an EPG. They could have gone as obtuse as they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the BBC offered him his own program, uh, a few episodes at uh, twelve guineas each, um, and, and he decided at that point that uh, to make the the bear stand out a bit more on screen is uh, so he added some black dust or soot, yeah, uh, I think to is, yeah. its ears and nose, and uh, changed the name to Sooty, and a legend was born, obviously. Uh, mm. And uh, the thing is about Sooty is that it's kind of uh, mind-boggling how 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 popular. I mean, not not how popular, but it's like wow. it was on from 1955. So the Sooty show on on BBC was yes. on from 1955 to 1967, continuously. Yeah, yeah. That's 12 years. 24 hours a day. And then and yeah. then it was been, and then you know then it moved to ITV and then you know moved back and all that and everything Billing and then there was this Netflix Sooty and Sooty and Co and, and yeah. obviously his son Peter renamed Matthew uh, took over so this is Harry Corbett why was he renamed about. yeah I don't know he, cho he chose a different name um, meanwhile the mother what just died of a broken heart <laughs> no the mother was involved too I'll tell you about that because basically oh, God. it started uh, yeah so the, sh the show ran um, in 1955 and originally just sooty so you think and actually so other characters were <laughs> added sweep in 1957 so that's two years of Harry Corbett basically no going sweep. talking to his own <laughs> talking hand talking to his hand <laughs> 
Yeah. What's that? No, no. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, a man. Uh, that he's, telling, he's telling me to kill you. <laughs> Shall I kill you? <laughs> um, it's incredible. TV was quite... The thing is, that um, took over from Muffin the Mule. So we went from a woman talking well, to, a, to a puppet, saying mm, what it said, to, saying, to a man. we want Muffin. <laughs> Don't we all? To a, to a man, uh, basically talking to his hand and saying what yeah. he said. Uh, I've got a fun piece of uh, trivia for you. Go on. Uh, based on the fact that uh, for no good reason I have been watching old episodes of uh, Telly Addicts. Oh, yes. On YouTube. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. And uh, they had, uh, in a Christmas special, they had... Uh, Sissy on oh, yeah. with Matthew, nay Peter. Right. Yep. And <clears throat> uh, he asked the question, what uh, did Sissy get into trouble for introducing uh, onto television? Uh, was it was it his gun? Well, who could forget that famous <laughs> Christmas special where he just mows down <laughs> everyone? <laughs> Sweep. It's just, it's a... It's a bloodbath. <laughs> he has a gun. No. He um, what? His his famous um, water pistol. I'm talking about, but you know, still it was. Oh, a gun. fine, fine, fine. No, yeah. Sex. What? He got into trouble for introducing sex. I don't remember that episode to children's television. <laughs> <laughs> um, sweep. When what they did sweep. <laughs> what are you doing down there um when they introduced sue oh yes the panda yes who was sooty's girlfriend yes the bbc was like kind of that voiced by so, you know because harry corbett's in, in, wife interracial as well that's where that's you where know, the wife effectively. comes oh, okay yeah. well there, there you go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um okay wait so wait wait Ma- math matthew corbett's Wife? No, 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 no. Harry Peter. Corbett's wife. Harry's Matthew's, okay. Matthew's mother was Sue. And then did he carry on like dating his mum with his hand? Because <laughs> that's messed up. Uh, uh, I don't think they were a couple for very long. Certainly, I, I, I don't remember them having a relationship when I was watching. Wow. Do you? You didn't, you didn't watch the episodes <laughs> I watched. <clears throat> uh, yeah, oh, that's interesting. That straight to straight to video. So sue me. So yeah, yeah. No, Sue was introduced in sixty four, um, but Sweep came in in fifty seven, uh, which was obviously the um, yeah. saxophone read. It's a saxophone read that does Sweep's um, voice. Okay, uh, and it's and that was um, Harry Corbett's brother Leslie doing that. Okay. Um, but um, so same sex stuff was fine in fifty seven. Yeah. But then, yeah. then there were other characters who uh, sort of came and went, really. Uh, mm. Butch the dog. Uh, although I think Butch the dog has been there. I think there's been various versions of Butch the dog. Uh, and he doesn't speak either. None of the others speaks. Only Sue that speaks, I think. Uh, yeah. Ramsbottom the snake. Henry oh. the robot. Uh, various. That's surely a breach of copyright. That kind of lasted long. <laughs> Uh, we got a letter from some lawyers. Uh. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Sooty, and, and it's it's still it's still massive. There's, there's a film in production, a Sooty film. That's awesome. Uh, I love that. It's um, it's called Sooty and the Trifle of Doom, 
was an, come on, was that's perfect. Announced uh, last year, unless it's pornography. In which case, that's <laughs> uh, no, it's it's um, it's because Richard Cadell is the um, is the um, trainer now, isn't he? Um, I don't know. And uh, he had a few series, and then he he owned a theme park, and now there's Sooty Land. You can go to Sooty Land. Right. Um, I thought that was a Muslim thing. <laughs> Sooty's been a big thing. I mean, uh, Sooty and Sweep appeared alongside Richard Cadell in June ta- 2008 for a special 90th birthday message for Nelson Mandela. He must have loved that. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It's a long walk to what? <laughs> So, um, so we've got. Uh, th- there has been uh, a recorded history of uh, Sooty, bizarrely, considering that um, that that Sue's not actually included on these records. There's a, there is an LP. It's uh, messed up, man. That's <laughs> really messed up. It's mainly the Harry Corbett. I, I feel era. like I feel like there needs to be a sort of emancipation, like me Sue moment. <laughs> um, but the L- LP from 1973 uh, is called Around the World with Sooty, Harry Corbett and Sweep. Okay. Um, uh, as you can imagine, so there's basically, it's a, it's a story, the whole thing is one big story. And uh, you get to uh, go to different countries around the world and have, you know, completely uh, sensitive uh, songs. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, it's generally it so it's long generally for it to okay. dawn on me exactly what is it? It's is generally it? okay. Um but um uh but yeah, Sooty doesn't talk on it, but it does seem to sing, which is a, a, which is a little bit of a surprise. Uh, okay. And nobody knows who's doing this voice. It sounds a little bit like Sue t- to be honest. Um, right. But uh, how are they going to get around the world? That's the question. How do they get around the world in like such a short space of time? Good well, uh, this song answers that Easy question. Jet. Yeah, uh, here we go. <laughs> this is pretty good. When you want to get away from it all, oh. when something far away starts to call. Who is this supposed to be? This is Sooty. I'm not cool with that. All you have to do is come with me And I'll gladly take you anywhere you choose In my super supersonic Sooty Spunk Pardon me? What? What? If you want to go to China If you want to go to Mars I'm my super supersonic what? <laughs> what? Is that not clear? Spunk. When you fly faster than the speed of sound, you never want to look down at the ground. Just imagine you're a wind up in the sky. You can wave to passing planes shooting by. Is that not clear what he's saying? <laughs> Spike. His super supersonic sooty spug. It's a spug, obviously. Excuse me. <laughs> 
I don't, what's a spug? What's a spug? I don't really know. It sort of sounds a little bit. And why like, am I covered in it? <laughs> it's a. I mean, it's obviously a little rocket spaceship kind of a thing. Um, but I can't find any any reference to anything called a spug. Mm. <laughs> There's uh, one Berlin nightclub. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, what the hell? Yeah, I mean that's quite uh, that's quite groovy. But uh, yeah, but Sooty's voice there. Yeah, no, it's a bit weird, isn't it? And and the fact is, like the rest of the record is Harry Corbett saying, "What's that, Sooty? No, don't fly it over there." What? You know, it's oh, it, not. <laughs> it doesn't speak. Yeah, I don't sing. like that. Yeah, it's, no. it's a bit odd. Top marks for bass clarinet, which is the secret of all good comedy records. It's, it was Bernard a good Cribbins sound. Test. It's a good sound. I, yeah, I feel that it was. It was. Great, it was almost a great groove. Almost a yeah. Bernard Cribbinsy kind of a uh, yeah. sound, which is always good. Same, <clears throat> same bass clarinetist. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> Beautiful bit of slap tonguing. Yes. Oh, and we need to find out who that was. Um, Can you get electric spugs now? <laughs> Presumably. Yeah, I mean, um, but it still needs to be supersonic. Uh, right. Because obviously... I was at the Goodwood Festival of Speed at the weekend. Um, yes. For my child's sake. Did you see and any spugs? I, do you know, weirdly, that was the, th- the glaring omission for me. It was the total <laughs> absence of supersonic spugs. Although, I guess at supersonic speed, conceivably, they were there. Yes. I just didn't see them in time. No. Um, so, crazy, <clears throat> crazy cars, right? Yeah, all the crazy cars. Crazy cars. I d- yeah. Crazy fast I, I cars. Do, I, honestly, I recommend it. I mean, obviously, yeah. if if you too have a child with a quasi... <laughs> <laughs> no, with a very strong fetish for cars, <laughs> um, why, don't you, uh, why don't you head on down? Yeah, no, I've seen... I've even s- without, it's, it's, it's very cool. Is it's, it still it's, going? It's a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. No, no. Uh, I mean, don't head on down now. <laughs> I'd wait... I'd wait the best part of a year if I were you. <laughs> yeah. It'd be much more entertaining. <laughs> I was thinking it can't be going for very long, but yeah. Um, no. So no, that's good. That's good. Uh, but uh, now we need to hear from uh, someone else. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story again. <laughs> Great. It's not actually really a story. I love your story. Man story. was I born to you all day. in the your Isle voice. of Sheppey. Oh no! No 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 no! And that's the end of the story. <laughs> And at 21, he moved to Australia, uh, got a well, job. Well, you would, wouldn't you? He was <laughs> got a job in uh, on. A Have you been to the Isle of Sheppey? No. Do you know I where had to it look even where, is? I had to look up where it was. Yes, I do yes, know. Yes. Off, off the coast of Kent. Yes, I saw. Uh, and the only notable thing in there is the prison. Oof. Wow. That's what we're dealing with. Okay. Let's press on. That's good. Okay, so yeah, so he goes to Australia, gets a job as a lighting technician at uh, Channel 9 uh, in Sydney, uh, yeah. then uh, begins to, to appear on screen in uh, children's television shows uh, in a funny way, doing playing funny characters. Uh, and then the story gets a little bit confusing and, oh, and no yeah. one knows the, the right answer. Oh, boy. Somebody says, I gave him this puppet. And uh, one like a producer says, I gave him the puppet and said, do something with this. I gave him the puppet. And uh, and he says, um, yeah, no, I found the puppet in a cupboard, but I put it there myself. So it's mine. I did it anyway. This sounds like the origin of Mormonism. <laughs> 
It does, yeah. It was solid gold, but I buried it, and I can't remember where the puppet is now. All right, go on. Um, but uh, the puppet was a large uh, bird uh, of Australian um, heritage, and uh, right. and the man was Rod Hull and Emu. Amazing. was born uh, and uh, came back to the UK and uh, you know was a smash hit uh, but with his you know um, molesting and physically uh, physical assault <laughs> physical assault <laughs> they were very funny physical assaults yeah uh, I mean he's uh, the thing is the, the, the beginning of the career was, was a lot of that basically that just physical assault he he, yeah. he like ripped up the and that was all we sat there for like yeah we sat through the other stuff on the sort of promise yeah. that there would be a physical assault <laughs> at some point <laughs> uh, yeah he ripped up the queen mother's bouquet of flowers uh during the uh, after show lineup i mean that's fantastic it's pretty good <laughs> It's like the guy had, like, one-handed Tourette's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he nearly got knocked out a couple of times, didn't he? There was a time uh, he appeared on American <laughs> talk show and, like, and uh, attacked. Uh, oh, I think I think um, um, Richard Pryor was on the show at the same time, who basically Amazing. just said, you come anywhere near me. <laughs> Uh, I'll shoot you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, some some great television. And then, obviously, it sort of calmed down a bit when he started doing his Emu's broadcasting company, Emu's World, Emu's Live Pink yeah. Windmill, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like every time I watch Eurovision, a little bit of me reads EBU, the European Broadcasting Unit, <laughs> as Emu. Uh, you just, just, you're just hoping to see a, a little bit it was genuinely exhilarating yeah like because in the anodyne world of tv in the 70s yeah like a a physical assault taking place on a chat show was truly a wondrous <laughs> thing to behold <laughs> yeah that's what <laughs> that's what you hoped for every week um God, yeah yeah uh interestingly um the creator of hacker t-dog uh yeah bought, phil yeah oh yeah phil, sorry yeah yeah, he, go on. yeah he, he bought one of the um emu puppets uh a few years ago um for eight thousand well actually nearly nine thousand pounds uh, it's worth what uh following phil fletcher official i think yes. on instagram if you don't oh he's, it is uh, he's kind of amazing he is great he's very great. strange character <laughs> <laughs> But um, but Hack of the Dog is is a truly wondrous. Oh, Hack of the Dog creation. is amazing. Um, but uh, you may not know that yeah. uh, there is obviously a recording career for Emu as well, and you sort of think, wow, wow okay, um, r rather like Sooty in a way. It's like, is that going to work on record? Um, <clears throat> well, uh, let's have a listen. The so is no. th yeah. <laughs> there was a single in. 1972 um and this is interesting um so this is the voice of emu but to me it sounds sort of familiar let's have a listen <laughs> long john silver had his parrot or so the story goes can't place it alice had her rabbit <laughs> as everybody knows no don't know had black beauty on his famous ride to York 
that's not right. Shh. And you've got me. <laughs> Top marks for slap tongue bassoon. Yes. Wow. That is a real kind of we need an emu song. I can't think of anything to say about emu, yeah. isn't it? So we'll just do emu four times for the chorus. Yeah. I mean, uh, extraordinary that his voice sped up is still not as high as his actual voice <laughs> well do you know what i don't think that's rod um, oh it's rod no i don't think you, it is you could, he had the most unmistakable vowels no well it's interesting so the record itself says it's emu by emu in fact mm-hmm. the the uh the, on the actual uh label on the vinyl it's called emu and in brackets written by emu performed by emu uh it's arranged and conducted by bernard ebbinghouse but the publishing rights uh at the side there say rolf harris enterprises limited oh yes i think that's rolf (laughs) bizarrely (laughs) have you slowed it down no maybe someone could we do that for me i mean we I could, should yeah. we, we should, should do, do that <laughs> yeah we should work out whether it is i'm not sure that rod has a good scene well do you know what i mean I, I, part part of listening to that record was like it's a shame there's not more of rod on there isn't it it's a real shame i'd like to hear i'd like to hear uh-huh. rod singing uh-huh fortunately he can would i would i <laughs> <laughs> have a listen to this mm. Come on, you. These are our seats. Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Step. I do like Bristol Rovers. It's, Right on. Try to watch the match. Mustn't call out things like that in the middle of a match. He's an emu and he's dressed in blue and white. And this he is... sings in Bristol Rovers day and night. <laughs> Down at Eastville you can find him with the Rovers fans behind him. And they're singing out this song with all their might. Come on Bristol Rovers! Singing Bristol Rovers all the way. All the way! Singing Bristol Rovers all the way! <laughs> I'm glad you got I feel like <laughs> at the core of British entertainment yeah. in the 70s yeah. <laughs> the audience's main reaction yes was to lightly arrhythmically tap the arm of their armchair yes and nod quietly and just mumbling to themselves that's right (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. I feel like that's all there was. That was the only response. That's right. So not not to be entertained necessarily. No, no. To have something that <laughs> that you sort of faintly recognised <laughs> and be able to go. That's right. That's about right. <laughs> yeah, it should be coming around the mountain, and it's Bristol Rovers, and it's Emu. That's right. Of course, yeah, of course. That's right. I mean, people would have bought that. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> it's um. It's incredible. Uh, I, I I was like, when I first heard that, I was like, is that like Bristol Bristol Rovers? Is that like, or is there like an yeah. is there an Australian Bristol Rovers? But no, it's Bristol Rovers. It is. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big fan of Bristol Rovers. I mean, you know, I, who wouldn't be? I've I've seen them play. It's actually Have the you? only football team I've ever seen play. Um, Why did you do that? <laughs> Because it was like, it was a primary school thing where it was like, oh, we're going to take the kids to a football match. And I was like, oh, well, okay, well, I guess I'll go. But you didn't go to, your primary school was nowhere near Bristol, David. <laughs> Not my primary school, my child's oh primary school. Oh my God, school. what were you doing? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, 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 I've seen, I've seen them play. Uh, and uh, I love that if there's a degree of swagger to you. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a football yeah. match. I have, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. They sure. like kicked the ball and everything. It was great. Um, wow. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so that that's uh, that's Rod there singing. That was 1974 uh, with the team. Obviously, Bristol Rovers yeah, team. I, didn't, I, didn't I feel enjoy like it. I want to. Yeah, I want to find some of the team now and, and kill them. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Nazi hunters, you know. It's like okay, it was years after the crime, but it's still relevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for Emu. Though there's not there's not a lot of records, fortunately. Um, no. But um, uh, do you know what? But, but we'll pause a second. But it was an interesting period, wasn't it? Where you, you you had you had these televisual entities, yeah, that were mute. Yes. But the only means of flogging any actual merch or content, yes. you know, Betamax had not yet landed. No. So it had to be a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had to be a record. Yeah. And then what do you do? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You get Rolf Harris to sing a song pretending to be the puppet. That's so That's bizarre. Weird. Um, but um, before we go move to the next uh, puppet, uh, yeah. obviously last week we had uh, the beautiful Jubilee celebrations uh, still going on. <laughs> and uh, Keep that party going. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I had the, the uh, Queen facts, the facts about the Queen that uh, yes, you did. were missing some words. Yes. Uh, and I've had some entries. Uh, Amazing. So um, uh, I I'll do a couple today and then there's Thanks, there's more um, mm. next, uh, which I'll save for next week. But uh, Martin uh, gave us the facts. And uh, so these are his um, uh, facts about the Queen uh, with the missing words. So fact five, I love you. I have rickets. I used to have an eye patch, and nearly all the Gregs in England and Wales belong to me. Uh, that's right. That's I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have rickets. Uh, fact seven. I'm always happy with a rickets <laughs> reference. I feel like it's probably coming back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like polio. <laughs> all right, cool. Fact seven. I support the football team, Masseur. Go on, you <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I support the football team, Masseur. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, 
Fact three, I don't have a clue, but I can still breakdance. Uh, <laughs> fact six, I owned my first colony when I was just six years old. That's yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, fact one, I have a great sense of foreboding and really enjoy <laughs> Philip. Uh, <laughs> and fact nine, doesn't. I don't have an Xbox, but I still twerk. Uh, <laughs> Amazing! Yeah. Thank you for those. So that's good. That was fun, Queen Queen Mad Libs. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> Mad Libs. <laughs> and of course, Neil has uh, has sent in some uh, answers. Of course, yes. Uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> here's Neil's answers. Fact five: mm-hmm. I love the collected works of Richard Stilgo. I have a signed <laughs> copy of Starlight Express on vinyl. I used to have a poster on the ceiling above my bed and nearly all the VHS copies of the 1980s game show <laughs> Finders Keepers in England and Wales belong to me. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like that may be spot on. <laughs> it can't be far off, can it? Fact seven. I support the football team Ipswich Town FC. Come on, you tractor boys. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Fact three I don't have a cloaca But I can still do dirty (laughs) protests On the local council buildings (laughs) Uh, Oh I do like a nice cloaca (laughs) Nice tidy cloaca Fact six I owned my first wankle rotary engine When I was Mm. just six years old Mm. Uh, Fact one I have a great sense of hearing And really enjoy using echolocation To locate small rodents and fact nine, I don't have a payment card for my lecky box, but I still get to use my hair straighteners and charge my Nokia using a wire from the street lamp outside. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for those, so, everyone. Yeah, thanks for those. Well, there, well there's some more. There's some more that I will put in next next week. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, thank you everyone for that. That's great. Um, but we've still got some uh, a couple more uh puppets to cover today and uh okay. one of them uh is it's so <laughs> i don't know quite Come how on. to introduce out it. with it just do it <laughs> who who basically had a uh, a top 10 hit in 1982 got to number four so we're in the 80s now uh so keith harrison orville yes exactly yeah had to be and quite a recording career there's a there's a couple of albums actually there's i think there's possible a couple of albums from that era i think there might be more from later mm. uh and um yeah i mean it's 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 a big it's a big uh career he started off uh working holiday resorts can't see that at all but uh you know no. maybe <laughs> Uh, became a popular act on on television variety shows uh, and was the host of the Black and White Minstrel Show for a while, (laughs) which I didn't know. Uh, He kept that quiet. Um, And, uh, yeah, he saw some green fur lying around backstage uh, at the Black and White Minstrel Show, uh, which was in Bristol. Oh, jeez. and uh, and then created uh, the Green Duckling with a nappy, uh, and and recorded Orville's song. I mean, it's it's a it's, was it fun? Oh, I mean, no, no. <laughs> how did it Not get to number no, I, four? I've watched him appear many times on old three two ones, and uh, he, he 
I mean, he wasn't without talent, no, I think, no. Keith Harris. You, you can't, like, compared to a lot of the tat that was out there. Yeah. He, he was, you know, he was, and he was a grafter. Like, he worked yeah. on the axe. Yeah. It was pretty slick. Yeah. It was just, there was this sort of saccharine cutesiness oh, to it that was yeah. just made you want to stab a duck. Well, I can tell you, I've listened to both albums uh, oh, in full. And it's hard and going. you're ready. You're ready for... It's a, hard going. <laughs> you're ready for the little pancakes and the spring onion and the hoisin sauce, aren't you? Go on. Well, interestingly, so I've chosen um, not a track uh, featuring Orville, although we have a little bit of that first. I've chosen to hear a little bit of um, uh, a, a popular song that I uh, thought it's quite interesting to hear. that They included this on, I think, on the first album. Uh, this is from the album At the End of the Rainbow. Um, oh and uh, and then we're going to go into an original song, not performed by uh, Orville, but uh, it's a quite, a, quite, a, quite a groovy one. Let's have a listen to this. this so, so we've got a couple of tracks in this. When you're down and troubled, oh and boy. you need some love and care. No, and no. <laughs> and nothing, well, nothing is... <laughs> Is ever going like to that. Right. <laughs> Just close your eyes and think of me. Oh boy. And soon I will be there to brighten up even your darkest night. Night. Uh. You just call out my name. Hey. And you. <laughs> <laughs> So different the voice, yeah. And he did, you know, he did. He ate that duck. And did you, did you see that episode where he, he literally just mouthful by mouthful, they built, he built a, a whole new special Orville so that as the green fur got ripped off, like in the monkey's teeth, all of his organs were there. And then like his eyeballs, just livid stalks. And he was screaming. screaming. Yes, awful, awful. And and yet Keith Harris still had that little grin on his face, <laughs> teeth clenched, probably having a heart attack. There's, 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 there's an element to his voice when he was like uh, uh, talking to Orville, where he just sounds a little bit annoyed with him. It's a little bit like, mm, yeah, yes, okay, yeah, yes, yeah, shut up right. now, yeah. All right, you've had your go. <laughs> it's like they had. To, it's quite a complicated relationship, I think, isn't it, between a ventriloquist and his. I feel like it, maybe this, there was a film about a guy and a puppet, wasn't there? I, I, I like the idea of him just getting jealous of Orville's success. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
you know, and really just losing his mind with it. I think, but that, yeah, I think that's that could be the case. I mean, certainly uh, going back to Rod, uh, he spoke at times that he actually really did resent Emu uh, for you know, basically he mm. he fe- felt like he could have been. He could have been something else. Well, his resentment was that whilst it was Emu that was committing the physical assaults, yeah. it was Rod who had to do the jail time for it. <laughs> and I can see how resentment might build up in that sort of relationship. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, Keith, um, Keith and Orville... And, you know, I just called them oh, the first name. If you look at Keith Harris and Orville, uh, they, he performed. Norton he performed swallowing a burp again. <laughs> he performed at What's uh, this classic at, cock at, at, at uh, birthday parties for Prince William and Harry. He was wow. yeah, he was that big. As if those boys hadn't been traumatised <laughs> enough. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, this will cheer you. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll move on from. Uh, Let's move on because Keith. I need to take my child to school in uh, four minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> four minutes. Oh, no. Okay. Well, uh, you know, everybody knows about this next uh, character, so there's not much to say. But um, Ivan Owen is the man uh, who was a British actor, uh, mainly a voice actor, and. Um, the puppet was created by Peter Furman, as in um, Furman and, oh, yeah. um, you know, small films and all that. Um, yeah. And he created Basil Brush. Oh. Uh, and an amazing puppet. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, just... Another 1970s, slightly ropey, slightly desiccated, looking like it's stank of fat yeah. puppets. <laughs> well, it was great. The fact that, you know... The, it, did, it was a very simple puppet, and uh, and generally I found that his mouth did not move at all, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, I loved I, it. I, I, I've seen some Basil Brush on Telly Addicts recently, yeah. and absolutely no movement was no. useless. <laughs> it's like, it's great. Barely showed up. <laughs> I don't think he could. I think it was a very stiff puppet. Yeah. Um, Gazzle Grush. <laughs> Uh, yeah, first appeared uh, in 1962 uh, in a series called The Three Scampies. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, Basil, uh, Basil appeared then. And then a huge career. Again, it's another one of those things like Sooty. It's like on TV constantly. BBC One. I mean, you know, it's like massive. 1968 until 1980, uh, the Basil Brush show run. ran. It is a good run. I need um, a puppet. And... Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, a couple of records which are really good. The first one I I had a copy of as, as a young person, and um, and used to listen to it all the time. It's amazing, and it was um, great. I'm going to say if you want to uh, if you want to hear the whole thing, then send me a message. Hit me up on on, yeah. on Twitter. I'll send you the whole yeah. thing. I, I will be sending you a message. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember this because it's Let's do it. it's great. Here is a bit of a track. This is an uh, is it original? I don't know. It's possibly an old musical track, um, but it's called I'm Shy. Let's have a listen. I don't mind people visiting or dropping in for tea, but I can't meet Mrs. Brown when I'm in my nighty gown. Remember, you're a gentleman and always be polite. Say, welcome, Mrs. Brown. Come in. What? At half past nine at night? <laughs> so what's wrong with that? Well... I'm shy, Mr. George, I'm shy. 
I really can't understand why You should welcome a guest as they taught you in school When I'm dressed in my nighty, I feel such a fool <laughs> So what did you do in the end? Please give me an honest reply Well, I took off my nighty and opened the door Basil Brush. Uh, well, the thing is, though, is that uh, he's embarrassed, uh, and then, uh, but he takes off his nightgown. And then he flashes. Yeah, okay. But he's a fox. He's not, no, you know, they don't wear clothes anyway. What's the problem? <laughs> um, <laughs> don't understand. Do you, yeah, I don't know. He did that famous <laughs> campaign for Peter, didn't he? Did, <laughs> Pet, Peter. Did he? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, no, do, uh, do let me know. But, uh, yeah, Basil Brush, uh, it's a classic album. Uh, includes the uh, the f- telling the story, telling the uh, story of of Goldilocks and the Three Bears to a a little baby bear, uh, and um, from the circus. <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! But that is that's one and of my. That's f- when she favorite. got her teeth ripped out. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. <laughs> I do love it, but yeah. So um, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll carry on uh, next week. I've got some some gold uh, to play. I can't wait. Um, and this, is um, a, this is a rich scene, and I'm loving it. it. Is good. Thank you. So yeah, but uh, but until then, and um, we'll have some more Queen facts. Then uh, yeah. we'll see you soon. This bonus is coming for subscribers at co-fee.com/slash/audiofreaks. Yes. Um, thanks so much to our supporters. Yeah. Uh, it really makes a massive, massive difference to us. Really uh, so, so thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Yay! Okay, bye. You're a super freak, audio freak. This has been a Swanburst Media production.